Will more than two banks fail? Is it time to buy gold? Recently, the FDIC took over two banks that were in trouble. Now we have reports that an additional 20 regional banks have in excess of $650 billion in bond losses. The Fed admits that their increase in interest rates have done little to bring inflation under control. They may well increase the amount and frequency of interest rates. Isn't it time to consider gold in your portfolio? From January 1st, 2023 to today, the price of gold is up twice as much as the S&P 500. Go to blacksandwhites.us, click on the gold bar, and reach out to Advisors Metals and ask Ira, is gold right for you? Call now. It's important. Welcome to Black and White, a conversation with Dan Perkins. It's time to bring all of us together to talk about the issues that concern us. It's time to hear from people who want to deal with only the facts. And it's time for you as Americans to re-engage in your right of freedom of speech. It's time for you to join me in the conversation on Blacks and Whites. Welcome back to Blacks and Whites. And we have a, a guest that hasn't been on the show for a while, but that's okay. He's a busy guy. His name is Frank Gaffney, and he is an author and among other things, and he has a new book out, which I think is a fascinating title, The Indictment or the Prosecution of the Chinese Communist Party and Friends, I like the end friends, for crimes against America, China, and the rest of the world. Frank, welcome to Black and White. Thank you. It's great to be with you. Tell me about why you wrote this book. I wrote the book because I felt that a really important resource that team of people that I've been working with called the Committee on the Pressure China had done a real public service over the past 10 months, 11 months or so, producing 70 plus webinars that looked at two really important and interrelated topics. One is the kind of unrestricted warfare the Chinese Communist Party has been waging against us for decades, most of us don't even know it's been happening, let alone the amount of damage been done, point one. And point two, who has been helping them do that damage to us right here in America? That is to say, American citizens, American mm -hmm. leaders for that matter, both in government and in the private sector, uh, academia, Hollywood, the business sector, including most especially the financial sector, the media, and so on. And what I realized was we had over 100 hours of extremely high content, high value content, but it's not terribly accessible to people, even though the videos for each of those webinars are available for free at presentdangerchina.com org and I invite your audience to take a look at them. So we tried to get the best of those various um, products and put them together, synthesize them, and give people a sort of way of thinking about these problems um, that it seemed to me was best described as an indictment of the Chinese Communist Party, and as you say, its friends, and to hold them accountable for the crimes that they've perpetrated crimes against humanity, mostly against the people of China themselves and their enslaved captive nations, but also against us, war crimes against us. So that's the structure of the piece. And then we've got 20 specific action items that we think are required 
uh, in the face of that record and uh, the damage, as I said, it's done to us. Frank, uh, thank you for that. That was extremely helpful. Um, I'm a kind of a simple guy and, uh, and I, I have what I hope is a simple question that you can answer. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not attacking your intelligence. I'm just trying to figure out um, when, when did we and the world decide to stop calling it just China to the Chinese Communist Party? What can you help me understand what happened? Because it's not semantics, calling the country China and calling the country the communist Chinese Communist Party are two dramatically different things. When did we switch? When did we switch from calling it China as a nation to the Chinese Communist Party? Simple question, Dan, and I commend you for having the perception to ask it. I don't know that we decided. Certainly, as a nation, we haven't so committee on the present danger. China has, from its inception about a little over four years ago, made a distinction between the people of China and the Communist Party that has misruled them for seven decades. And we think that holding that party accountable for, obviously, the horrific criminal conduct that it's engaged in against their own people, 100 million of them, by some estimates, have been killed by the Chinese Communist Party, or CCP. And that doesn't even take into account, then, 400 million, maybe 500 million babies in they've all killed. And rather to the Chinese people, look, you're the problem. You're uh, responsible for the people who enslave you, who torture you, who starve you, who rape you, who incarcerate you, who engage in genocide against you. We're going to make a distinction between you and those people who are actually our mutual enemies because Mm -hmm. they wish to do the same to us. And that's why we start in this indictment with those crimes against humanity, because that's the problem. Uh, The Chinese Communist Party, if it can get it here in the United States, most especially, but worldwide. So um, I have two, two issues to follow up on that. I'm, I've been a money manager for over 50 years and one of the, and I've invested money all over the world for my clients and myself. And one of the things that I look at in making a decision of where to put my clients money is the strength of the economy in the countries that I, if I'm going to take it outside the United States, one of the measures of the strength of the economy is a formula pretty straightforward called the debt to GDP ratio. And that's a function of how much does the country owe and how much does it produce? Right now we owe about $31 billion, trillion dollars in debt at the government level. And we produce something less than that. And so we have a negative, Um, but our, our ratio is, maybe about 1.4, 1.6. If I look at the Chinese economy and I look at the debt to GDP ratio, what I find is that the debt 
is almost two and a half times the GDP of China. Uh, if we're going to have trouble paying back $31 trillion in our economy, they're going to have a serious problem ever trying to pay back uh, the, the, the tremendous deficit that they have. But then you have to add to that. You can justify running a deficit like we did, a huge deficit in World War II. We can justify that because we can grow, if you would, our way out of the, the debt service and expand our economy and take care of it that way. Yet in China, many economists are now saying that as much as a third of the population will disappear by the time of 2050. The population of China is shrinking. So they got a huge amount of debt. Their population is shrinking. How are they going to be able to continue to maintain to be a threat to the world? Well, we could spend the next hour, maybe the next day, working through all of that. You're, again, asking a very important question. I would answer it this way. First of all, I don't think the Chinese Communist Party has any intention of paying back its debt. I think they've created a demographic time bomb, as you say. Partly mm -hmm. it's that killing half a million or so, excuse me, half a billion people in utero that has put them in this fix. Um, the fact that those uh, one-child policies gave rise to, by some estimates, 40 million more for whom there mm -hmm. are no women in their country is a contributing factor to incredible, um, well, demographic, um, to say nothing of the social uh, turbulence of people not being able to have a family. Right. There's the problem of economics as well, and you understand that far better than I, and whether that's the best way to make a decision about investing in a place like China, I, I personally think is uh, a factor maybe, but not the most important one. I personally believe, and one of my criticism in the book, Dan, is that if you only think about, you know, return on investment, or you only think about, you know, debt to, you know, GDP ratio or some other calculation, you're missing what is the surpassingly important point, which is, and, and you're not alone, and I don't need to single you out for this. I'm simply saying that, that we as a nation but most especially, really, the frankly, the the uh, masters of the universe made the calculations on uh, putting their clients' money into China without regard for the fact that the Chinese Communist Party is our mortal enemy and is using the money they get, the profits they make from it, to become a more formidable foe, uh, both through this formula of unrestricted warfare, the pre-kinetic kind that is the, the basis of most of those eight charges in our indictment against them, but has also used a significant part of that, um, by some estimates, three, maybe as much as six trillion dollars we've transferred from our capital markets to China to build up the capacity to use the old-fashioned kind of warfare, shooting war, to destroy us, and that that is their purpose. So again, the problem here is not simply I think the economics are on upside down. It's not just that the demographics are unsustainable. That's not just that their debt is higher than even ours. It's that they're bent on becoming the world's hegemon. And to do that, they have to get rid of us. 
and they're hard at it. They've been so for decades and we haven't been paying attention, let alone making the decision that I, I would just say to you and, and frankly to your clients and to your listeners, if you've got money in China, you better get it out now while you can, if you in fact still can, because if there is a shooting war, my friend, I don't think any of that's coming back. I agree. I, and I don't have any money for myself or my clients and haven't had haven't had any money there Good. because the numbers if if I if I believe from a philosophical standpoint in managing money that I'm not yeah. going to put money in an economy that's debt to, debt to GDP ratio is two and a half times, that's not a positive sign for me. And I, I'm I'm mm -hmm. I, there's too many other places to put money to work. The, the issue is, and we're, we're just about out of time for this. Actually, the, the timer just got me. Um, the book is called, we're going to come back after a break, but the book is called The Indictment. And where can people get it? Um, I'm happy to say at the moment, if you can see it, it's a little blurred on my screen, but uh, you can yeah. get it, I think, wherever books are sold now. It's, okay. uh, I'm told the uh, number one bestseller in the Amazon national and international security category. And uh, so you can obviously get it at Amazon. Okay. We'll be right back with uh, Frank right after this message. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation Program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066. In a very interesting conversation with Frank Gaffney, who is the author of a new book called The Indictment, Prosecuting the Chinese Communist Party and friends for crimes against America, China, and the rest of the world. Um, I wrote uh, a major paper about three months ago. And the genesis for writing that paper, I live, used to live on Sanibel Island, Florida. Sanibel Island, Florida was ground zero for Hurricane Ian. Yes, over eight thousand homes had some form of damage. It's been disastrous. I, I'm living in an apartment in Fort Myers. I have no bathrooms and no kitchen in my house. I got a new roof and walls, but it's going to be a long time. So sorry. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I raised that issue because down the street from where I used to live, when I came on the island, when I could finally get on the island, when the causeway was temporarily repaired, a house was totally gone. Nothing there. We don't have basements in, in, in Sanibel. You have slabs and it was totally gone. It burned to the ground. We didn't have any fire service, so there was nothing they could do but let it burn. And the, the next time we were out on the island, we were driving past the golf course, which we belonged to. And I turned to my wife and said, I, there's a fire in the golf cart. And by the time we got around the corner, which wasn't very far, just a few hundred feet, three more were on fire. And the police came and 
chewed us away because they said this is a dangerous situation. And by the time we got to our house, which was about a mile away, 42 golf carts were on fire. The house burned down, the golf carts burned down because of lithium ion batteries that were produced in China. We're talking about the Green New Deal and we don't have the ability in the United States or the resources to build batteries. And so we turned over the battery production for the Green New Deal to China. They control something like 65% of all the lithium batteries that are built in the world. And so we gave up our energy independence to go to green energy to make us more subject to foreign governments for dependence on the batteries that we need to charge through wind or solar. That's a, to me, that was a fundamental mistake, but we had a situation where the Green New Deal was pushing so hard that the Biden administration had no choice. But that's only one example of what we could probably find between the two of us, many examples of where the Chinese government, Chinese Communist Party, has come to the United States, acquired businesses, and we've given up autonomy, and we can't do anything. And, and now I'm, I am very concerned. The Biden administration announced today they're going to send more money to Ukraine and equipment. If you're right in the first segment that you think there's going to be a, an attack by the Chinese on Taiwan, we may not have the military and the resources to do anything about it because we've given it all to Ukraine. What say you? Well, again, if we had another day, I'd like to spend time drilling down on all of that. But uh, let me simply, I disagree, not with your most important observations by any means. Uh, New Deal, if you wish to call it that, uh, has been an unmitigated disaster for mm -hmm. our country because it's it's a twofold problem. It's one, taking down our energy security based on fossil fuels, which we have in abundance, and then requiring us to become more dependent upon the supply chains of China, which at best are potentially dangerous, and at worst may simply not be available to us when we need them. Mm -hmm. My difference with you on the thesis behind this is I don't think it's a mistake. I don't think it's you know just an error on the part of the Biden administration specifically, or for that matter, you know, AOC or others in the Congress who've been promoting all of this. I think this is part of what I was just describing earlier, the takedown of our country by Marxists in America who work with and for the Chinese Communist Party. I, just my shorthand on what we're up against here is if you look at, I think, essentially every single policy of the Biden administration. This isn't a partisan critique. If Republicans were doing it, I'd say exactly the same thing. And some are. Yeah. But mostly it's Democrats. And specifically, it's a man who we now have, I think, irrefutable evidence has not just been compromised. That's a sort of gentle way of describing the phenomenon. He's been captured. 
by the Chinese Communist Party. In fact, one of our uh, contributors to this book is a, a colleague who used to run spies and other assets and agents for the Central Intelligence Agency, for our country. And he says in the trade, the technical term for what Joe Biden is, is a, quote, controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party. So the problem is he has been pursuing policies that are without exception damaging to our country. In fact, in many cases, disastrous for our country, including this energy one. But amazingly, I think virtually every single one of those policies has one other trait in common, and that is they benefit the Chinese Communist Party. And mm. I don't think that's an accident, comrade, right. as the communists like to say. The, the House committee today reported uh, on the Biden corruption. Yes. And the number that I heard that they were saying is that at, at, at this moment in time, through bank accounts and other things, they can identify approximately $10 million that flowed into the Biden family between the time he was vice president and president. And um, I suspect that there will be more. Uh, I'm very concerned about the $120 billion we're spending in Ukraine with no accountability to where the hell the money's going or what's happening to all the equipment. Um, and yet America doesn't seem to care that we're spending $120 billion and, and America doesn't understand, Frank, in my opinion, how long it takes to replace the stuff that we're giving away, quote, for free to the Ukraine, which would be helpful to be able to give to the Taiwanese to defend themselves against an attack from China. But we don't seem to care about that or even aware of it as a nation. Yeah. Look, I, I think the, the wonderful thing about this is basically people in them just want to be left alone. They, they want to just do their work. They want to raise their families. They want to take care of you know, their homes and communities and so on. They rely on people in whom they have opposed power and, and to some extent control over their lives to behave honorably and with their best interests in mind. And I think in the absence of uh, the kind of exposure that we're seeing, and I my hat's off to this over committee in the house and and others that are beavering away at this now is the truth but the reality is that these americans are not indifferent i think to mistakes that are being made here they're not as aware of them as they need to be and this is one of the reasons why you know i've written this book is to try to make this as accessible as we can as well as to show them that there are things when, as I think is the case, they realize that something is seriously wrong with what's being done here, they can do differently and make a difference, especially in the future of their families and their businesses and their communities and so on. And so I, I um, in addition to what you've just described as a diversion of resources that we are going to need, and you mentioned earlier, this shooting war, presumably will involve an attack by the Chinese Communist Party against Taiwan. That's what they make very little secret of being their intent. 
my right. conclusion, and that based on these, you know, scores of webinars is they're coming for us too. We have as part of that strategy for taking Taiwan, taking us out. So it's not that this is going to be, you know, somebody else's problem. But in addition to the Ukraine black hole into which we've put not only hundreds and more uh, of the, the weapon systems that we desperately need and the billions of dollars besides, it's that we left $83 billion of first-rate kit that would be helpful maybe in Ukraine, certainly in the defense of Taiwan, in the hands of jihadists in Taliban, Afghanistan. And I mean, all of this adds up, as I said earlier, sir, to not just malfeasance, but the betrayal of our country to the benefit of our mortal enemy, the Chinese Communist Party. I, I agree with that. I was on a show recently and, and, and I, I uh, was asked a question about not so much what we're talking about directly, but the attitude of the American people. And um, uh, Joe Biden's popularity rating is in the low 30s and, uh, and, and a lot of people are very dissatisfied with the way he turned out. But in a broader sense, I think by the actions of what happened in our country in the last 10 to 12 years, the American people have lost faith in the presidency, they've lost faith in the Congress, and they've lost faith in the criminal justice system, of course. And those are the three foundations that are important to our survival as a nation. And if you've lost hope, and those three cornerstones, how could you ever go forward? And, and I don't know, Frank, how we turn it around. I'd love to hear your, your answer to that. How do we turn it around? I'll come to that in just a moment, but just, just to elaborate on your most important point here. Again, man, it's, it's not an accident that all of that has happened. I believe those, those are symptoms of a strategy for impoverishing us, for destroying the engines of our wealth, as well as you know the fruits of it, turning against one another over race or some other. Yuri Bezmenov, you may know of uh, a Soviet defector who did a series of uh, recorded videos, uh, I recall back in, in which he basically laid out what the communists plan was to take on the United States of America. The Chinese Communist Party picked up the torch, communist system that sought our destruction, baton, and they'd run with it. And they run with it with the help of American elites that they've captured. And as a result, we have, as you say, a parlous situation of the first order with people who don't have confidence in their government, don't have confidence in the guarantees of their freedoms in the constitution. And, and I think increasingly have reason to believe that uh, they, they can't have confidence in the fellowship of other Americans. And the Chinese are seeking to exploit that. We 
believes he must fire a shot. He must win militarily a decisive and historic victory in order to maintain control at home in the space of the difficulties that you discussed, uh, but also decisively to put us out of business. What can we do about it is the question. And again, I hold up the book, but you can't see it properly. But the indictment has at its core not just learning from various things that have befallen us or that we've done to ourselves, at least the elites have done to us with the help of the CCP. It's got specific suggestions about what has to be done now to save our country. And, and important of those, I believe by far, is ending the misrule of these captured elites. If we are in fact facing the distinct possibility of a shooting war, we cannot be led, including in the person of the commander in chief of the United States military by people who are batting. It's just not on. It's a, it's a formula for not just our defeat, but our ignominious defeat, as we saw in Afghanistan. So my answer to that question is, Please take a look at this book. It's it's not a panacea. It won't be easy. It's not going to be cheap. It will be painful, in fact, and it may not be possible to do fully in time, because I think the hour is very that we can do, and hopefully we will do them in time to deter what the Chinese have in mind for us and ultimately bring down, as Ronald Reagan did, our times existential threat to freedom, and that would be the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Frank, thank you so much for joining us today. The book is The Indictment, The Prosecution of the Chinese Communist Party and Friends for Crimes Against the United States of America, China, and the World. Frank, thank you for joining us today. Privilege. Thank you, Dan, very much. God bless. And we'll be right back. Thank you, sir. Um, I'll get the book. And... Um, We'll have an I'd be delighted to talk to you after you've had a chance to take it aboard. I'm sorry? I, I would be delighted to talk to you again after you've had a chance to take it aboard. I'd be very interested oh, in your I, thoughts. I would, want, I would want to do that. Absolutely. Thank Good. you. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm so glad you're not in China. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I asked the question, a friend of mine uh, pointed out that Ray Dalio came back the other day and said, uh, you know, there's going to be a shooting war. And I asked you know, has he told any of his clients to get their money out of China? And the answer was no. And that's that's the symptom of, uh, it seems to me, of, uh, of a guy who's been working for them for a long time. And uh, right. we need to- no, I agree. I think the number is much bigger than, much bigger than $10 million. Uh, and I think it'll continue to come out. And- and uh, I'm sorry, the number of 10 million, I don't know. Ten million is what the House Committee said was the money. Oh, that came. oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. No, they're they're scratching the surface. And and you know one of the things that they've they've uh, documented, as I understand it, is you know the extent to which these guys were trying to conceal their tracks. So right. you know unraveling this is going to take some work, but at least they've gotten started. And look, I'll take ten million. We've got to get <laughs> rid of this guy right now. Let's start right there. And that's that's going to be a tough thing to do. I really do because you know if you, I think it's coming. But if you get rid coming. of him before the end of his term, we've got Kamala, and that's yeah. <laughs> that's not a step up. 
I don't know. It's a, it's a serious problem. And the only thing I can say is I think they have to switch that woman out with another black woman who is likely to be much, much more dangerous. And that would be Michelle. How they're going to do that, I don't know. But that's my guess is the playbook that they're going to pursue in the Democratic Party. Right. I agree. Stay tuned. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Thank you. you. And thanks again for your patience, uh, Dan. I'm so hey, sorry no that problem. it took so long. Take good care. No Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us today, and we'd like to hear your comments or questions. So go to bwradionetwork.com, that's bwradionetwork.com, and give us your questions or comments. And thanks for joining us today.